What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are. James Levesque. Want to thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day. My voice is a little shot this morning from preaching. We had an amazing weekend in the Northeast and was filming a lot of shows yesterday. But I wanted to jump on here today and just encourage you. We may call this one Let Us Worship is what I'm thinking. Um, Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, who would have thought? that we're living in these crazy days today. And yet, through it all, I hear the Lord saying that this will go down to be one of the greatest years we've ever lived. Now, that's hard to understand because there's a lot of people that don't feel that way right now. There's a lot of people that are struggling and hurt and having a difficult time. But I'm telling you, the kingdom is advancing. It's time to get on board with what the Father said is going on right now. And... We were in Rhode Island uh, a couple days ago and somebody, yeah, we were getting coffee somewhere and a person came out and they said, yeah, you know, Thanksgiving's just not going to be the same anymore. And I said, why is that? And they said, you know, you can only have, I don't know what it was, like four people in your house and me and my husband have masks that we we bought that we have to wear for Thanksgiving and in between bites, uh, we have to pull our mask down, take a bite and pull it back up. Um, and this was like in Rhode Island. This is like what they, you know, I don't know who said the health department, the government, whatever. But, you know, it was so ridiculous that uh, somebody was next to me and they burst out laughing at them. And I felt horrible. I'm like, you can't probably you can't laugh at them. But. It was it was crazy. And the, you know what? The truth is that person really thought they were doing a noble cause. You know, they really thought that they were like, you know, like honoring something. The reality is when we came into 2020, I mean, go all the way back to January. Nobody saw. It. Oh, we knew we would see clearer this year. We knew 2020 vision. We knew we have to be a year of spoken word, that there'd be something about being bold and communicating, but we didn't see it. And all I can tell you is we are, you know, I remember all the way back in March, in my mind, it was like, hey, you know, oh man, we just got to close down for a couple of weeks and we'll do live stream and go on the streets and feed the homeless. But, you know, we'll be back up. And then it was apparent that wasn't quite what was happening, right? And I remember the moment where I was when I just realized that two things. Number one, Christians weren't who I thought they were in this season. And number two, uh, like it was really a war on values. The reality is, the Bible says, when you isolate yourself, this is the book of Proverbs, you destroy your sound judgment, right? And so the reality is, our judgment is being destroyed when you're being told to isolate yourself for any reason. You can't see clearly. Never mind, get locked in your house. You're not even, you know, going to church or connecting with people. There, it's not possible to have a sound mind. 
Like you can't isolate yourself from life and think that you're going to thrive spiritually. You won't. And the reality is, then we're being told to go into when we do see each other that we we're wearing masks. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. So the only things that you, the things that matter most in life to you, right? The Lord in personal touch end up getting stolen. That's absolutely crazy. I mean, just think about it. Do you realize that in, in, in the early days of Nazi Germany, they did an experiment. They took newborn children and they wanted to make them tougher, right? They wanted to make them more like self-reliant to just like toughen them up. And they forbid the nurses from showing like any kind of affection, no typical mothering love that's typically done for kids. Instead, what they did, uh, uh, they just, you know, they left them alone. They wanted them to figure out on their own strength. They wanted them to have some tough love. But instead of the children becoming more stronger and independent, they withered away emotionally and died. And those that survived, the few of the babies that survived the experiment were emotionally handicapped with life. And a friend of mine, Ray, posed an amazing question. He said, what will the lack of touch and worship for fear of coronavirus do to the church? Wow. Like, wow. Because the reality is I've watched people I've loved for many years become emotionally wrecked over it. I've watched people I thought were full of faith and love and hope just get picked off. I know people that are still in their house since March. This isn't about a virus anymore, ladies and gentlemen. There's a bigger problem happening. And I, I've never wanted to be political. You know that. Please get out of here with all this. I never was not a political person like that. I'm sorry. It's just not even a front. It's not even a fake front. I don't care about any of your candidates. It's just not my thing. But the bottom line is I got drugged into a political war over church and over worshiping. I got drugged into it. You have to understand there's not. You're you can make it political, but it's a faith thing for me. It's a worship thing for me. And we are in a day where, I mean, I literally have had health departments go, bro, we didn't even, we like, we didn't, we didn't even know who you were. Like, you're a great little guy that helps the community. And we have churches of thousands and thousands and nobody's getting more complaints. And as believers, ladies and gentlemen, it's not, it's not unbelievers, it's Christians. It's, it's weak-willed Christians who are so angry when somebody is, uh, bold or courageous or standing for truth, it's not going to matter. You hear me clearly. It's not going to matter. And this is the, like the craziest day, man. In Connecticut and other states, they want you to tattletale if somebody is not wearing a mask or not having church. <laughs> not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. You're, you, listen to me. Listen to me. You will not control the worship. Not going to happen. You're not going to happen. It is the, the very essence of what we believe. 
you're not going to do it. And, you know, it's crazy to me because I've been in situations. I remember I was in school, like I was in elementary school and we were like, you know, uh, what it could be anything, man. We could all be on the same page about doing something. We are going to go take over this table at lunch and we're all going to sit at it. We could, I mean, this is where your kids, man, what are you even doing? We're going to go together up to a basketball court and just, you know, take over so we can play basketball, whatever it is. I mean, your kids, but you know, when you go to do these things and you finally get to the final event and you look around and you realize that not everybody went with you. I remember one time we all, I don't like I said, we were kids. We didn't know the Lord. Somebody wanted me to throw like a, um, they wanted me to throw like, I don't know, it's like a pudding across the room or something. And we all collectively said, look, nobody's going to tell on each other. You know what I mean? So we threw the pudding. Well, we all get in trouble. And they're like, who did it? Nobody wants to say. They put us in the office. Who did it? Nobody wants to say. Finally, he's like, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to let you guys have lunch for like months. Like you'll be the last one to eat. You're not, you know what I mean? He basically took our lunch away. And all of a sudden everybody started like saying, well, James did it. It's kind of crazy because I feel like, and I realize that probably a, a horrible analogy, but I feel like we all jumped into this year going, we believe the Bible. We believe the Bible. We're people of faith. Like if you go back and listen to some of my messages, six, seven years ago, nothing's changed. It was about being courageous, bold. It was about ending spiritual famines. I literally have a message from like six years ago. Uh, called How to End a Famine. It's on YouTube, on the Engaging Heaven channel. It's unbelievable to me. You hear these messages and it's like so scary. It's crazy to me that you can have a body of people that say, yes, I believe I'm with you, Lord, I'm going. And then the minute there's any uncomfortableness and the minute there's any uh, perceived persecution, it's like your faith don't matter. You're not being so back to the health department. They said, why do you think so many people are, are saying stuff about you? I said, because most people don't have a faith worth persecuting. What are you persecuting? Like, what is there's nothing in your life worth standing for? And like I said, it's not political for me. You're not going to tell me how to worship. It's not going to happen. So it's not going to happen. You're not going to tell me how to worship. It's not going to happen. You're not going to tell us how to worship. I don't care. I, I'm not being rebellious. I wear masks all the time. I got to fly with them. I got to, we, we all get it. I mean, we have to do it, whatever, you know, is put in front of us. You're not telling us how to worship. It's not going to happen. And I think it's time for you to take a real assessment uh, of where, where what's happening in your faith. Like, bro, you need personal touch. You need to interact with people and not, be isolated. You need to spend this Thanksgiving with people you love. Are you kidding me? It's not a crime to have Thanksgiving dinner. And Thanksgiving is one of the greatest nights, man. I mean, we, we celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving, but it is like a tradition. It is so important to us that we're together with food, giving thanks. We all go around the room and say what we're grateful for. I mean, this is like the most important thing. And there are people giving that up this year. Christmas, giving it up this year. You gave Easter up. I mean, it's crazy to me. And so, like I said, it doesn't, 
I realize you might be listening to this and it's not as locked down yet. Save the message for later, ladies and gentlemen. The only thing that's that's mattered is a band of people sticking together to fight for something. And, you know, if we don't now, then who will, right? If we're not holding on to the, the greatest thing we have, which is our faith, then what are we holding on to? I'm not going to preach for 10 years that God has all power and authority and the devil doesn't have any and no sickness or disease has power and then shut my life down because of a flu. It's not going to happen, friends. Sorry. And that's not being insensitive. At this point, every single person I probably know either knows somebody who's been sick or has somebody who's been sick or love or, or lost loved ones. So it's not, it's not being insensitive at all. But I am not going to bow on this earth to something that God has already paid for on the cross. It's not going to happen. And so we just don't know what to do when values are tested. And we are in an hour where values are absolutely tested. And what we do from this moment will matter. This don't just stop with a switch, friends. Open your eyes. This isn't going to just happen like, oh, we flipped the switch. We're all back to normal. Like, it is going to be years. We are talking years of trauma for people. Awkward people not knowing how to connect again. Uh, people want, you'll see people with mass friends 20 years down the road. There will be somebody that was a Corona kid that just will wear a mask. Every flu, I guarantee you is done. You're not going to see any different. A lot of people will be scarred for life. And it's what goes on in your heart right now that's going to determine. You know why the Bible says guard your heart with all diligence because out of it will flow the issues of life because of things like this right now. You can't see faith, and that's the challenge, right? Faith is actually an unseen realm, but you also fear is that way. So there's very few markers of faith. One is we stand for truth. One is we pray for the sick. One is we believe the gospel. And then when we're in a moment where it's not happening, you can see what where the lack of faith's been, right? And so today, as we, you know, as we're going into Thanksgiving, the reality is we need to, we need to worship more than ever before. You need to be around a body of people worshiping God. You've got to be around healthy Christians and believers. That's it. It's not, you know, it doesn't just end. It's not, you know, you've waited since March for the, the switch to flip. It's not. What you need to do is make a decision that for you and your house, you're going to serve the Lord and you're going to value personal touch and you're going to value worship and you're going to value friends. I don't like hugs. Like I, re- I actually really don't like hugs. I don't. I'm for my wife and my kids, but I don't want you hugging me. I want you hugging me. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I value hugs all of a sudden. Like I walked into a school recently with my kids and, um, and, you know, nobody was wearing masks. It was just, I mean, it's just a different situation. And the woman comes out and she's like, you guys hugging? Man, I ran to that old woman so fast and hugged her, man. You wouldn't even believe. Yeah, I'm hugging. Can we hug again and again? You won't realize the trauma until you're out of it. It's time to get your heart right, healed, worship like never before. Plug into a body. It's hard to find a church. It's crazy that I said that. It's hard to find a church that's open. I get it. Find one and worship. You know what I mean? And if you're in a place where there are churches open, then worship. It's just worship. Connect 
love, worship. And as we go into Thanksgiving, man, I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for faith, family, friends, all these things. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person listening. I pray for your presence to fill our lives, our homes, our children. I thank you that you are strengthening our faith. And I know that I know that this year has been an invitation into a life of the supernatural. We thank you for Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Um, Connect again on our YouTube channel for our show. And we're going to do our podcast here every Tuesday, Thursday. We love you guys. We'll see you on Thanksgiving. I'm out.